it is very early. I know we just after yoga as well. That's a support band you don't want to play after. <laughs> That's like it's like going on. Everybody's too chilled out now. No, yeah, nobody wants fun after yoga, no. do they? They're all like, ah, oh, oh, chilled okay, or peace. But I've been anyway. pretending to be a dog for a bit. <laughs> I don't know how it works. I don't, I don't know how it works. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 198 of Sapnin Podcast, featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and we're taking the trip to a place called Silvertown, where revenge is justified and you make me feel like a vampire. How do I do that? <laughs> Find out, won't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, alive. I'm Chinoa. I'm kinda sad this isn't a visual podcast then, because you were face just but you look like you'd fucking frozen, but everything in your brain was working at once. That's fucking brilliant. Uh left listen on menu. Yes, this week's guests are gothic rock metalers, good friends of the podcast, the brilliant Saint Agnes. Yes, you can call them horror punk, you can call them thrash metal, but they are simply a band for those who dare to be different. Since their inception, St. Agnes duo Kitty and John have played the industry by their own rules and quickly gained a reputation for being one of the most unpredictable live bands in the UK right now with their raw energy, wild stage presence and a love for blood. One album, three EPs, and a bunch of standout singles later, they have spent this summer tearing up festivals while working on a lot of exciting things behind the scenes. And we invited them to join us on stage at 2000 Trees as part of our first run of live podcast shows in front of an audience to get to know them a little better and to help tell their story. Now, literally, they have nothing to promote. I think they told us this is kind of the first ouncing of public speaking they've done on the stage like this. And they're just a band that we enjoy have gotten to know pretty well. And so when you've got to play a lot of shows with your band Raiders, Sean. Yes, we were blessed enough to support St. Agnes 
at the uh, Underworld a few months ago, and we had a great time, and their crowd was very, very accepting of us. Yeah, it was just fucking all-round great day, great gig, and I got a fucking load, a load of time, respect and love for John and Kitty, because as you're about to hear, this chat, it was a fucking great conversation. It was hilarious. It was very, very funny in parts. There's even some anti-Welsh jokes in there that um, I'm not even angry about. So <laughs> that's okay, John. I'm not going to fucking bat you when I see you on us now. But yeah, like you said, this was uh, w- like one of our first ones in front of a live audience. And you get to hear the crowd in the background, the crowd interaction, laughing, shouting shit out. And yeah, we, to be honest, when we, when we, <laughs> another Wayne's World fucking reference, when we booked these shows, we literally thought nobody would come to them. So the fact that they got bigger and bigger by the day over the three days of 2003s, one of our favorite festivals. I don't just mean that as a podcast. I mean that as somebody who's been in a band who's been lucky enough to play it over the years. We had a great time there. And this is the beginning of something awesome, I think. Because, yeah, after doing these, I'd really like to do more live shows. So if you'd like to come to a live show, let us know at Sapping Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can let us know on TikTok, but who the fuck knows when we're going to fucking check out again. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a fucking great time with Kitty and John. And thank you, as always, to them for coming on. Thank you if you came to see us. Oh, if you came to see us at 2000 Trees and found the podcast at 2000 Trees, please, please get in touch with us and let us know. Because there was some new faces there watching us. And I want to know if they've carried on <laughs> listening or did they just go... Oh, yeah, that was good on the day, but fuck listening to that on the reg. <laughs> I was uh, in a queue to get ice cream on one of the days, and someone did come up to me and said, I've never heard the podcast before, but that was a lot of fun. So hopefully they have checked it out since, but I guess I guess we'll find out. But no, in this conversation, we literally talk about everything St. Agnes, from the whole ethos of going against the grain, choosing happiness over money, insane live moments, Kitty's battles against female musician stereotypes, bins, nine-inch nails, and all the crowd interaction possible. And before we get into things, if you'd like to help us continue make these podcasts each and every week, please go and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. That is the best way to support us. But without any further ado, this is what happened when we went on stage with St. Agnes at 2000 Trees Festival this summer. Yes! Sapnin! Sapnin! I am in no way still angry at the anti-Welsh joke performed on this podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Walking, walking, walking. Something. Hey, awesome. Thank you very much um, for being here again. Still mental to me that we're doing this. Um, in the room. And yeah, the crowd hasn't dwindled like I thought it would. To be honest, I thought Thursday, oh, we get ten people in. Friday, seven. Today, none. So, uh, thank you very, very much for being here. We are the hosts of Sapling Podcast. For anybody that doesn't know, um, my name is Sean Smith. I was in a band that did surprisingly well for about 10 years, and then everybody caught on and was like, oh no, the dog shit. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, I've still got this massive ego. What can I do? I'll start a podcast. Hey. So, yeah, because I can't draw or tattoo or cut hair. I had no other options but to start a podcast. And yes, this is the wonderful Morgan. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it was weird saying wonderful. wonderful. Girl, you, you don't compliment me that much. But um, yeah, been a journalist for almost 10 years. So just like to have a laugh, don't we? Behind the scenes look at music industry and yeah, have a so, good time. Um, how many of you guys have listened to an episode of Sapling Podcast before? Ooh. Class. How many of you guys have never heard of Sapling Podcast before? Class. Wow. Two. Is it two? Was there any more? Three, four, oh, five. Oh, they're oh, all coming out. Oh. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, oh, 245. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. 13,000 people. I can't believe it. Biggest crowd of the weekend. Unbelievable. Nobody dared of us. Have you guys had a good festival so far? How that's many a, of that's you... That's a no. <laughs> how many of you are tired out now? Yeah. Yeah. Did, we all, did we all party too much at the silent disco? Yes. Is it nice to sit down? <laughs> Yeah, well, there we are. It's just a Q&A today. <laughs> we, we just ask you stuff all day. Um, oh, but no, uh, yesterday was full of some great performances, I thought. I was very excited to see Young Guns back at it. Very, very good set. Turnstile were... Uh, tasty. Taste, tasty. I couldn't think of a word quick enough. I just... Funny I'm starving. I'm not going to lie. I haven't eaten yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're all going to be word-related food. Uh, uh, food-related words there. I'm so hungry. Right, I'm okay. getting in the wrong way. Right, I'll give you a band who playing today. You give me oh, a no, food don't do describing. <laughs> right. Pig sevenfold. Bacon. <laughs> pigs, 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 pigs. Bacon. Mm. Crispy. You meet six. They got meat in the fucking name. You meet <laughs> six. 
Uh, idols. Oh, somebody over there. <laughs> Wait, are they playing today? They are, they're headlining today. Are they might be here. Does that mean, yeah, so someone might be on site at the festival already? I won't say anything else. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like an awfully aggressive man, and I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I don't want him shouting sentences about me on the next album, so. Um, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, I, I blanked out. I literally got terrified thinking about Joe smashing my face in. It'd be very awkward if he walked past right now and then oh, just turned into a, a fight. I love idols. I don't know what you're talking about. It's great. These <laughs> 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 are nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah. should we introduce our guests? Yes. So, we are very lucky to be joined today by a band who rocked the main stage yesterday. Please welcome Sig Agnes duo John and Kitty. Woo! Hey, how you doing? Hello. Oh, I'm really um, deck chair. Everyone is so tired. I'm glad I didn't wear a short skirt for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gutted you didn't. I feel exposed to my shorts, to be honest. It's very... It's very Morgan, legs on Morgan, show. If anybody can see anything up those shorts... <laughs> You literally have for the organ in Morgan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yes, thank yes. you very much for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. First off, yesterday the show was awesome. Thank you. Um, how did you guys feel about it? It's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I was saying before, like, we're not really that kind of daytime band. We're definitely more of <laughs> like a nighttime band. Uh, <laughs> don't, we don't go out in the sunlight. Um, but it was fucking great. Yeah. yeah it was a blazer. It. it was like, yeah, it was really, really good. Like, uh, the, the, the metric to measure it by is if Kitty can stage dive and people catch her, then you and know, they caught me. They you did. know, it works. <laughs> Which means that every gig we've ever done has worked. It's always been Because great, yeah. you've not been dropped yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yet. But that, she did once climb the rigging when we were playing in the Czech Republic. And she I'm got. I'm afraid of heights, but I, I completely forgot that in the moment. And I, <laughs> I like scaled really fucking high and was like, yeah. Um, looked down and was like, oh no! my fucking God. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. No! And then spent like a really awkwardly long time, very slowly like climbing back down. It was we edited that bit of footage out. We just got the <laughs> yeah, bit yeah. of her going up and everything. But it was funny because she'd gone up and if she'd looked to her right where the stage was, she was actually not that high. No, but, but looking I, to her left where yeah. the pit was, it looked really high. And she looked to her left and was like, fuck. But actually she was like three feet off the ground. <laughs> it was more than three feet, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, but there, there is always that risk and when you go for a stage dive that what if they all just the part like the Red Sea like Jack Black yeah in the <laughs> School of Rock yeah that's the fear but yeah it hasn't happened yet no so. no we'd be lucky yeah lucky, lucky you. yeah no, no like proper injuries or anything yeah yeah well e ever on set no injuries ever mm. I uh, mean like there's like cuts and stuff, you know, like like cuts and bruises. Yeah, yeah. sort of. I have a tendency of hitting Kitty with my headstock on my guitar, like we, you know, just and like the little sharp string ends and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. But in the moment, you don't really notice it. It's afterwards you get on stage, you're like oh, yeah. Now we're later, you're like oh, yeah. that hurts all the Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you like Kitty, like the next morning after the show, you're oh, like, it's like wow, yeah. mystery bruises everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
you've literally hit yourself in the head with mics norm- numerous times so yeah on purpose as well like, <laughs> like an idiot like I'm 38 grow up <laughs> um, yeah we did one show in Bristol where um, I dented my head and I thought, oh, this will look cool now. I look like Ric Flair in WrestleMania, <laughs> covered in blood. And then um, after it, just the only people who said good show to me were three 15-year-old girls. And I was like, I got to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown-up. Like, I mean, I'm literally self-arming for entertainment. This is mental. <laughs> so, yeah, I tried to calm that down. I did. Um, my, I, got, I got a new band now called Raiders. We played the cave stage yesterday. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's more enthusiasm than everyone who was here yesterday. <laughs> and I did a bit of a climb, and I thought, oh, I'll just drop back onto people over here. And I realised um, I don't trust any of the general public anymore. <laughs> so voted for Brexit. They voted for the Conservatives. Um, they can't catch, you know. So yeah, I've, I've done some very stupid shit on stage. <laughs> but yeah, what's the wildest thing you've ever seen another band do? that you've been like, I wish I could do that, or thank God I'm not in that band? I mean, my favourite band is Nine Inch Nails, and nice, I, nice. it's tamer now, because Trent's 57. Yeah. <laughs> but He's nearly 60. He's nearly That's 60. Mad, isn't yeah, it? it's crazy. We saw them last week, and it was amazing. Anyone who hasn't seen Nine Inch Nails, still go and see them. It's incredible. Yeah. But the Nine Inch Nails of like the 90s and stuff, which I didn't really get to see, but you see the footage was just insane. But I did see them with Aaron North on guitar from the Icarus line. And he was like a really wild guy. And when I saw him, he climbed the PA and did a kitty and got to the top and freaked out and just couldn't get back down. Can we not call that doing a kitty? <laughs> 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 That's not a thing. <laughs> but it, it prompted me to look up more mad uh, Icarus line stuff yeah. to see what was out there. And there's amazing footage of them playing a really small show at a hard rock cafe somewhere in the States. And they're playing away, and there's a glass case with Jimi Hendrix's guitar and stuff Uh there. And halfway through the set, he just smashes it, (gasps) grabs the guitar, like cuts everywhere, plugs it in, and just starts going. And the security absolutely destroyed me. And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever seen on set. Wow. That is the fucking best thing I've ever heard of. Liberating. Oh, I'm so jealous. I gotta (laughs) play an hard rock cafe now. Oh, I am nicking things. There's so much good stuff to steal. Like, if you yeah. take that, that attitude, like it's all there for the taking. Yeah. Oh, I could get an Arnold Schwarzenegger jacket from Terminator 2, probably. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. So many things to steal, like, and upset people. <laughs> That's it. The ne- next one of these is going to be at a Hard Rock Cafe somewhere. But oh, I did that. see some footage yesterday of the guy from Fever 333 putting a bin on his head. Yeah, yeah he, that Jason amazing. loves that. Yeah. yeah, that was like he's was, a wild one. That yeah. was that was like never seen the bin move before. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a new one for me. And we were thinking like. Where's he got the bin from? Yeah. Has he got the line? He's like, yeah, he he's take d- his own bin on tour. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's on his rider because I've seen him do that a few times and I've always wondered, I'd love a bin myself. Yeah. It would just be embarrassing. That's, like, that's an easily attainable goal, sure. Yeah. Wait, wait, well, you think that, but we were talking backstage about... Yeah, actually, th- no. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were lucky enough yesterday, me and Morgan talked to uh, the band Rome yesterday and because um, they're coming up to the 10th anniversary and they're splitting up on the 10th anniversary they were telling us that they worked out right over the 10 years they worked out all the money they've ever got right they worked out their hourly wage for those 10 years has been five pence an hour 
Cha-ching! <laughs> Laugh in a bank's misery! <laughs> you don't deserve it! Now entertain me, you scum! <laughs> That's what you sounded like eh, when you laughed at 5 p an hour. You bastards. Oh, but that, that, ma- that does make it harder when you want just something like a bin because you've got so many other people. I'm going to start putting a bin on a rider. Yeah, <laughs> you must do. Because, yeah, we did some shows with Let Live and I was like, he's got a bin as a hat. Where's he got that from? That's, that's nuts. Well, that's it. You're going to, because you, if you're going to do that, you don't want to risk not having the right bin because you don't want to try the move. <laughs> bin. I can't get in. Yeah, <laughs> small bin and look like a dickhead. Because yeah. it. Whether you look like a dickhead with the bin working, I don't know. I know. But the, the, the point is, is as a band, you don't get much money. And the few things you do ask for, you want to get it right. Yeah. You know, that's why we're very specific on our rider about a few things. Ooh, like, well, we keep it really short, but we're very specific. It's never right. right. <laughs> what, what do you ask for on the rider? What is your go-to list? It's nothing funny. It's no, just, it's not funny at all. Just, we, uh, we don't really Luke like lager. Uh, yeah, no like, lager. That's like in red. Yeah, if you, if you don't like lager in a band... You're it's like, fucked. You're so fucked. <laughs> it's like, well, what, what do we pay you with? Like, I just don't know how to pay you. And it's like we, we, we say on a, in red, really big, we would rather have one nice beer each than like 50 lagers. Yeah. We always just get four lagers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What can we pay you with? Money? No, no money. No, 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 no. What about four lagers? Like, yeah. 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 And then they have the audacity to go like, oh, but this gig's sponsored by this lager company. So could you put a couple on your amps? It's like, you are aware that putting beers on your amps, this is a much more expensive <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Than <laughs> hey, this is electrical. Yeah. And that's a fluid. Yeah. And if I've learned anything, I had a C in GCSE science, by the way, so I might be wrong, right? But I don't think liquids and electricity mix very well. It's, yeah, it works the same in England as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh. Thank you very much, <laughs> But no, but spe- speaking. That was great. That was, that really was class. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. But, but speaking of that kind of like lack of money in bands, and I think a lot of people don't aware the amount of people you need to pay for other things that have to get paid first photographers yeah. like tech sound people it like. is, is weird to me that like everybody else gets paid before the artist like that is a, I don't know it just feels like that's a really strange like way round because um, you know like everybody's here because we're playing right um, yeah we're not getting paid like I don't know like something's <laughs> really gone wrong <laughs> yeah it's, it's, yeah I mean it's it, but I think if you flip it around, it yeah. just shows how passionate the bands are. Yeah. Like, to like mm-hmm. take this conversation away from being like super negative about the money <laughs> side. And like, yeah. We don't come to play a festival like this thinking about the money. We yeah. just want to yeah. be able to walk away from it like not having paid for the privilege of being here. Yeah. We'd rather like just turn up, play, everyone have a great time, all the crew that we've got all get paid fairly. And if we come away like having got a burger for free, we're like pretty happy. <laughs> and I you know, I think it just shows how crazy the bands are to be doing this lifestyle. And it's because they're so passionate about it. And it's the one unifying factor that even if you're backstage and you're chatting to a band and you you know everyone assumes that every band knows each other and we, we don't. Everyone like, is in their own little orbit because you're really busy. Mm. You get off stage and you have to go and do an interview and do this and like, you wave at each other because you've seen each other like, at 20 shows. We've done a few shows together and we've barely yeah. seen each other recently. Like, but it's just, 
the one thing you've got in common if you do have time to stop and talk is this like isn't this fucking crazy that we do this but we still do it because we love it and we get that thing of like that half hour on stage yeah, genuinely it's worth makes it, it it's worth genuinely it. worth it yeah for sure yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what we all need to take away from that is uh, really, really appreciate the bands that are here. <laughs> Check out the merch because literally that is one of the only ways bands get income now. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's a bit shit, but it's also, yeah, like you said, it's all about that thrill for that half hour. Mm. Like, it's... Like, we got here yesterday early, we did a podcast, and then I went down to meet my band and stuff, and they were all like, I got up at seven, and I got to restring my guitar and all that, and then we were all, like, whinging beforehand, and then it was stage time, and then for that half hour, we were alive, mm. loving life, and then after it, um, our guitarist, Bob, he's literally the most angry person I've ever met he in my life, right? very angry man. Literally, uh, angry. we played in Manchester once, and his amp stopped working doing a song. Um, so he punched himself in the face um, <laughs> <laughs> five times and then um, walked out of the building and see, uh, was looking around Manchester to see if he could get to any rooftops, right? Because he's such a miserable bastard. Luckily for us, he couldn't find a rooftop, which is crap because there's loads of them in Manchester. So. <laughs> yeah, wait, I just, never mind. Um, <laughs> shit. But yeah, for, yeah, but yesterday, like uh, he, he hit a couple of wrong notes yesterday and I was like, oh no, this is going to be dreadful now when we get off. But he came off and he was alive and loving it and mm. just like, because we were so shocked by anybody turning up. Mm. The fact the tent was full, I think, was unbelievable for all of us in the band. And what, what I've learned as well is because me and Bob have been in a band as well that luckily got a tour and played um, some surprisingly big shows. I keep forgetting that I've got two other members of the band who literally haven't done anything kind of like mm-hmm. that before. Like our bassist was literally in a covers band playing in pubs in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And then next minute he's on stage at Shepherd's Bush Empire going, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's I've a never. big step up. But yeah, yeah it's, um, but that's what it's all about. It's about those feelings. And like as jaded as I've become by bits of it and stuff, when I turn around and I see the, the basses is like fuck yeah. I'm like oh yeah, yeah. this is unreal like yeah. I can't believe we're doing this either <laughs> yeah but exactly. there's those moments is, is there any have there been any moments where you felt kind of jaded or blase about the situation never never for the actual show yeah mm. like it always even if even if we're a bit annoyed with each other before going on stage about something stupid you know <laughs> like there's just been a miscommunication about something and like you're the five minutes beforehand, you all kind of come together and remember what you're doing, why you're doing it. And you kind of, you've got two things. One, like you owe it to yourself that you've worked really hard to be in that situation. Literally that day, you've probably driven hours to go and play a pub or whatever that you might as well make the most of it. And the other side is there is an audience there who have come to see you, who we've all been in the audience a load of gigs in you don't want to think they're bringing their personalised that you just want like and I think thing. as well like after the pandemic and lockdown it's like that more than ever isn't it um, there's a line in one of our songs that I really like try to now live my life by which is if we're here we might as well fucking be here and that's mm, kind of what class I really yeah. really try to think about that yeah. as much as possible especially on stage yeah um, well, that, well that's a good, a good attitude to go into everything because just as like a music fan perspective, there's so many bands I kind of listened to and got into growing up with that aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. So being able to do things like this as well, it's just nice that 
you can appreciate the little things and just kind of make sure you document it and that you give it your role while you get to do yeah, this. Yeah, just be more present, not yeah. always thinking about the next gig, the next thing. Mm, yeah. Just be like, no, I'm here, like right now. I'm trying to do it right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem I had, like towards the end of the blackout, was that I'd become so blasé to it. And I yeah. was like, this is going to go on forever. This will be fine. I'm going to be doing this forever. Mm. And then fucking, no! And yeah, it was just it was just yeah weird moments where I wasn't present. I guess mm-hmm. like mm. the last time we went to Australia, the, all the boys were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Sydney Opera House and you know do all the touristy mm-hmm. stuff." And I was like, "We're gonna come back here. I'm gonna sit in and watch the Oscars." <laughs> so I watched the Oscars in Australia while the rest of my band were out taking photos by the Opera House and yeah. enjoying yeah. life. And I was like. I wish I had watched the fucking shitty Oscars now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think you just got to embrace the moment and like, there's definitely moments where we're on tour and you feel jaded and you're exhausted and you're driving really far and things go wrong, the van breaks down and, you know, we did a show once in Germany where it was the first night of a tour and we were playing in the really small town and it was the back room of this pub basically and the sound guy was like that sounds great but can you all turn down and we're like that's fairly standard i don't know who anyone here's in a band but anytime you set up on stage the sound guy always asks you to turn down a bit so which is reasonable at first and then it went more and more and more and he's like still sounding really good but down a bit more <laughs> and it got stage where we were just openly talking like not <laughs> over, with the, the, over the music and he was like it's just that's the vibe of this particular pub and there's people that have made complaints and it, we were like this is going to be terrible we had a mosh pit it was like <laughs> it was insane. quietest mosh pit of all time like, you could hear their bodies slapping well, on they the were, floor they were, oh. it was they were wrestling they actually. were wrestling it was frightening <laughs> It, honestly, it was frightening. Germany, yeah, it's blood. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we we were super jaded before. That's the most jaded I've ever felt. Most disheartened. Yeah, because you think like, fuck, like, what the, f- why the fuck are we here? Like, yeah. we've driven eight hours. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, All we've got is volume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. And then you've taken that from. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and then I mean that was great. And then we stayed at the promoter's house that night, and Kitty and I managed to get a really quiet room got some really good sleep and the other two guys the promoter <laughs> stayed up all night watching Conan the Barbarian <laughs> and just wouldn't let them sleep like and then, I, and, and then he was like okay I think we should go to sleep now and he's like I'll put your bed together and it took him oh, he hours had he had to build it, it. it was like an Ikea bed that was unbuilt yeah, Whoa, yeah. And, then we had like an, and then we had an eight hour drive the next day across Germany oh. and Andy our drummer does most of the driving and like he was just dead so yeah that's that's behind life amazing is it <laughs> <laughs> good stories yeah, but that's the thing yeah, that's, that's what I love about this is yeah. like I'm more interested like when we talk to bands like I don't I'd rather not talk about you know like what's your favourite song to play like like I want to know the nitty gritty and the yeah. funny stuff though you can mm-hmm. look back on now and laugh but at yeah. the time you were like yeah, I wanted to cry. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's all about experiences, isn't it? And every band have different experiences with stuff. And you know, this that line of work is something you can't explain to people who work no. like to five or anything else. That no. it, and you want to take make the most of all these moments. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, we played the exact same kind of show there that we did when we played download last year you know (laughs) from our point of view we're just going and doing the thing the only difference is the context it's in and so and that's what separates kind of like the lifer bands from the people who just do it as a fun thing is that you just 
it's just a given that it doesn't matter who's here we're just going to go and dish it out like whether you're doing an acoustic set or like your full-on heavy thing you're just like i'm going to put everything into this because for us the songs are quite emotive like a lot of the lyrics and stuff that 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 kitty writes are deeply personal and you have to show as a band member i have to show that kitty's uh, lyrics respect and yeah. you know there's no you can't just be there phoning it in while she's there singing something that is like tearing her heart into you know it's, yeah. you owe it to each other as friends and comrades like in the whole thing yeah, yeah. nice yeah. yeah when you were talking then about uh, putting the same show on every time like one of my things early on was like even if there's nobody there I'll see it as like a free rehearsal and I'm going to give it my all to these songs anyway to the point where I uh, I once the Blackout played in Cardiff Barfly and the sound guy set us up to uh, go on and he brought his border collie with him, for, like you do, to work. I'll take my border collie. You could probably do that now. Um, <laughs> so, but this was back probably like 15 years ago. And as he went, cool, we're ready to go. And we were like the first band on, so we were like, cool. It was literally just him and the, the dog. And then he went, cool, the doors are open. Um, you're on now. So we started... And then he left, right? <laughs> but the dog stayed. <laughs> Six grown-up men, right? <laughs> Playing mediocre rock music to a border collie, right? And he only... I say he, I'm... Yeah, I'm assuming the gender of the dog, but I'm sorry about that. Um, the dog... The dog left after three songs, mine, so... <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great. Have you? Yeah, have you ever? What's the minimal gig you've uh, played? What's the most people you've played to? Uh, never, never nobody. Like we've never played to nobody, yes. so that's nice. good. Um, you win. Probably like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you like. I mean, we have played to a handful of people many yeah. times. Mm. Yeah, it has happened definitely. We're just. It's just what you have to do. Like if you're not. If you're a band that like grafts and you don't have like a load of connections, so when you start a band, you are starting from like the bottom rung of the ladder, which is definitely what we've done. Yeah. Um, you play hundreds of gigs to yeah. know people, and that's just what you have to do. That's just part of it. Um, yeah. If you if you, if you don't have, you know, some bands like have a magical leg up, like they know someone that whatever, like there's some money appears out of nowhere, and they're immediately on a bigger stage and, ev- and they never know that first grueling yeah. bit mm. that takes years but you learn your craft you know playing to a few disinterested people yeah. and managing to turn them into actual fans that skill if you can apply that to a, the main stage here that stands you in really good stead if all you've ever done is play that you don't really know how to win over those disinterested people. Yeah. And I think I think the smallest number of people we ever played to was a venue called I think it's MTC in Germany and we did that and we were like oh, you know it's going to be bad but there was loads of smoke on stage so we couldn't even really tell so it was quite nice, nice. to just <laughs> <laughs> and we played we still went for it and we played a load of songs that we were thinking we might play later in the tour and we kind of got a free rehearsal kind of vibe out of it and at the end of that night we, we sold more merch it was it, like yeah. like everyone bought hundreds of pounds worth of merch we're like because the, the richest city in <laughs> Germany yeah it's like this is insane and so yeah like 
we did something right, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. even when there's a small audience, there can still be something good to come out of it. Those people, hardcore fans, had a great time. You know, yeah. they must have done, otherwise they wouldn't have. Yeah. Unless it's mm. just, you know, disappointment, like you know, <laughs> embarrassing something. Yeah, if I give them money, perhaps they'll improve. <laughs> <laughs> and then no. the, mo- the most people must be Probably like... Probably download pilot last yeah. year. That yeah. was crazy. It was nuts. It was yeah. a fantastic show. But um, it's, it's just nice to see that you have all those experiences and talking about those live shows and really the performance I feel like St. Agnes is a band that you always like to push yourself and see what you can try and do mm-hmm. with the surroundings or the audience or anything like that obviously there's a little bit of a difference between small club shows when you can climb stuff mm-hmm. and playing big festival stages that you can't really move around too much but like one thing that's become a big staple of the show is you like to incorporate blood quite a, a, a bit talk to us a little bit about that where did that idea come about was it just kind of influences beforehand or was it like a moment where you thought yeah that's a really cool part of the show for you mm-hmm. it, I mean it was all down to the fact there's a, a video a couple of videos that we did um, we make all of our own videos um, and we don't really know what we're doing when we first started doing it uh, the very first video we made we, we decided we were going to film something with night vision in complete darkness <laughs> we had and we you know we don't know what we're doing so we were then performing without being able to see each other or see the footage or do you know what I mean like yeah. it was yeah. mental to go and do that um, and so for the next video we were like let's do something where we can see each other it'll be easier <laughs> and we, like, but we, we need to we need to we, we haven't got a big budget let's do something that's visually striking and, and Kitty was like let's just go full carry with the blood and just like it, let's just make it just ridiculous we'd kind of like played around with it in the previous video and it all was cool um, but it turns out the blood doesn't show up on night vision so you just look kind of wet <laughs> just, um, um, so yeah we just kind of went full on on that and it just it, it just felt anti glitzy like uh, when yeah. you have like a, a female singer in a band there is a lot of pressure to be nice and to be mm-hmm pretty and to be like pristine and to just kind of like visually go no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know what you want yeah no no and then we did and then we the next song that we released it was like a kind of ballad type song and again like our manager had said oh you could do something kind of nice for this and it was in the <laughs> summer during lockdown and there's all these beautiful cornfields like out near when the guy who like films our videos lives yeah. And we we're like, let's go out there, wander around, and make something beautiful, but with Kitty holding a hammer covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we filmed the last scene near my mum's house, and she lives just in proper suburbia. And well, we got like up at, really early in the morning because we wanted that like sunrise, yeah. like lighting glow kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and I mean, she couldn't live in a more kind of conservative, like <laughs> bastion of the conservative party it's like horrendous and uh yeah there was me at like seven in the morning and everyone's like getting up for work just with like a axe and walking down the road <laughs> I mean, covered in absolutely covered it in was blood. fucking yeah. crazy they looked like but no one stopped us no one said anything it's amazing yeah. like you realize you english could... people were like why yeah, but, why oh, are we yeah. like this isn't like... that the tory way though it is yeah <laughs> like yeah uh, I, yeah I, or, I better not talk to those commoners they might yeah, exactly they yeah. might but or, or maybe the fact that Kitty was like my 
front, my mum's front door was open and Kitty was leaving there covered in blood and a hammer and they were like, oh, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> it, <laughs> someone had to do it. <laughs> Never puts her fucking bins out. And when she does, there's some cunt from 3333 jumping all over her. <laughs> yes. Oh, we love it. Love a full circle. <laughs> But no, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's loads of experiences like that where you've been enforcing Agnes kind of gear and the blood and stuff like that, and you're trying to you have to explain it to someone who doesn't know what the hell is going on, like maybe in everyday life or family members. Like my nan, yeah, yeah, <laughs> big time, yeah, yeah. Well, what she said, yeah, what's your nan said about it? She loves it actually. Um, you got jam on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. She's very sweet. She doesn't understand, like, she's on Facebook. My nan is on Facebook. Um, she's a whole, like, thing in herself. But she doesn't really understand, like, that it's a Facebook band page. I think she thinks it's my personal Facebook. <laughs> yeah. right. So she'll send messages, like, <laughs> these big, long messages, like, oh, I'm coming around next week, we'll do this for tea, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. It's, it's very cute. Yeah. Um, but it always, like, goes into band messages, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. So everyone sees them. Oh, it's just amazing. Um, she's incredible. She's such a character such a character and she also looks like you see old photos of her she looks exactly like Kitty so we know exactly like what Kitty's going to look like when she's old it's pretty good um, which is quite funny <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it <laughs> but um, um, yeah I think explaining that stuff to band members my dad doesn't have a clue what's going on with any of it um, and there is that element of like you know he's like Dolly, Dolly Parton is a nice singer and, and like they sit there, she does songs sometimes with a man so there's a man and a woman singing together it's nice and you can hear all the words um, <laughs> um, and it's, it's yeah you just you can't explain it people either get it or they don't even other bands don't necessarily get it yeah. and it, for us it's not like we're wedded to everything we do we have to be cut in blood it was just during that that kind of moment there was just a real during that whole social media intensity of lockdown where everyone was living online, you're really aware that you started to measure yourself and it must be, it's however bad it is for men, it must be so much worse for women of like just being told that you look shit all the time um, and everything. And we, the EP that we wrote had like a lot to say about that kind of self-reflection and that is the world that we live in now you know we live online so it's not another part of life it is life and if you're feeling shit about yourself constantly in that and trying to kind of present something how that you you become that thing that's why we wrote the song vampire is kind of a, a slightly poppy song intentionally to try and like tick the kind of more mainstream boxes so that then we could subvert it with this kind of lyric really criticizing mainstream stuff and so then when we're playing download festival and we hadn't done a gig for ages we're still in this mindset of like fuck kind of that niceness that gloss and everything and we're just going to come out and we're not the world's most insane band we're not like some black metal band and everything but it's like we want to come out feeling like we're breathing fire you know and like spitting blood and it's like well we can do that one you know so and that's it's fire breathing next though <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. haven't got the certificate <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah you'd have to yeah well there's another person to pay you know you probably need an health and safety officer yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Of course, they'll want paying first, the <laughs> bastards. Um, but we're paying at all. Um, but speaking but, of incorporating those kind of messages, have you seen people pick up on that and kind of resonate when coming to see you live and kind of talking to you afterwards? Yeah, I definitely think, like, the more honest I am with my songwriting and my lyrics, which is what I'm always trying to do, is be more and more honest, the more it connects with people. Um, hmm. Yeah, for sure. De- definitely seen it yeah. like after every show and on stage when we do a headline tour obviously it's our audience and they know the words and everything like you see people it matters yeah um, that's making me emotional <laughs> every John, John cries in every single interview <laughs> very intense person at my own words yeah. <laughs> I'm so moved by oh, things that were said on stage I live by on me a, I live on an emotional knife edge constantly <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what I wanted to ask is, is, do you bring your own blood, or is it... Um, <laughs> well, not, well I mean, you do bring your... I know you bring your own blood, obviously, you're a, a vessel of it, but do you supply the blood, or well, yeah, is that like, on the rider? Yeah, if, if we can't get a bin, they're not going to give us blood, are they? I don't know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> oh, a bin full of blood next? Yeah. Oh, dive into the bin full of blood. <laughs> oh... <laughs> It'd be like one of those Scooby-Doo type things sort of, <laughs> that, jump, that, that tiny pool because that's all that you get. <laughs> but like um, talking about this music as well, like how is things behind the scenes at the moment? Are you still kind of constantly writing stuff? Is there a plan for, for anything like that or is it just kind of constantly ideas and seeing where things yeah, go? Yeah, so this is really difficult because we've had a few interviews that like, lined up by a manager and stuff for this and it's like everything we're doing right now we can't actually announce what we're doing <laughs> so it's like Boo. what the fuck are we going to talk about like we have nothing to, we, can't, we can't tell you what we're doing we, what we are doing is we're writing our second album at the moment um, and we have signed a deal and it's by far and away the, the biggest fucking thing we've ever done and it's awesome. really exciting nice. but we can't we can't thank you <laughs> I went cold for you then. I'm going to cry. Seeing the excitement in you then (laughs) give me the shivers. So yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. It's the the beginning of like what's going to feel like a really significant chapter. And like we, Kitty and I talk about this band endlessly and our decision was like, this is a massive opportunity for us, but we're just going to stick to our guns. We're not going to try and play the game at all. Like we've got this far by just making the music we want to make. Kitty, as he said, as she said, increasingly kind of honest, emotional. It's really digging deep and mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's exactly what we're doing. So the writing sessions, that's all we've been doing is just focusing on what's our thing. Um, and we've actually got a producer working with us on a couple of songs, which we also all can't tell you who it is. Can't tell you who it is, <laughs> but he's it was really like, cool. Trust us. <laughs> um, our manager said, "Can you make a list of producers that you would like to work with?" And we're really fussy about everything. We produce everything ourselves, and so we're quite some people think we're really arrogant about it but it's not it's just why have your message changed in some way even if it's objectively to an audience member better it doesn't feel like yours anymore and so it's like telling someone you love them but getting a friend to do it it's like it doesn't mean the same you want to be involved in every step of the way and so we were asked to make a list of producers and we had one person on the list Short as someone list, yeah. that we, we actually really thought would get the music and would respect 
the fact that we're control freaks and he said yes to being involved and like we had a phone call a zoom call with him and i thought i just lost my mind it was insane <laughs> i'd went to pieces with my fanness right yeah, he was a kid he was so embarrassed we're gonna go around <laughs> everyone one by one now with a guess of who this might be i'll go first Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details trend resner oh on, on can't say <laughs> <laughs> all right um, uh, yeah i just can't say we just no, can't say enough no but it's so yeah. nice to see the excitement for everything with that so i can't wait to to see what comes up but as we start to wind down on this conversation now one thing we do like to mention on the podcast quite regularly is just hearing guests experiences with people that may be that's blown your mind a little bit is there anything you've done in the band that you can't really comprehend or have you met any of your musical heroes and had like nice or bad experiences with those kind of elements i think um when we played download meeting skindred backstage who are a band that have just grafted you know like oh, yeah. they've never really had that kind of massive moment for them that a hype thing they've just grafted and grown and grown and grown and they i have a huge amount of respect for them and to meet them and have a like get on with them really well and then be invited to tour with them straight away afterwards yeah. and then find ourselves being invited on stage to sing with them yeah was like absolutely. it was like that's how stuff works kind of in in people's biographies you know like where this like a, a kind of respect turns to a meeting turns to an opportunity turns something really great and now we're friends with them like that was a really excellent little nugget of nice. life you know awesome great. yeah so i mean if, if i'm assuming everyone here's seen skindra at some point because if you haven't wait 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 has anyone not seen put your hand up if you've not seen skindred oh, is that real highly <laughs> recommend them like even so if you, great. you so, need so to good. see skindred yeah. live yeah. even yeah. if you don't know the material you will have an incredible time yeah. Yeah. that's that's the beauty of like benji's front man this he is like 
Freddie Mercury level of greatness. Yeah. And then the music is just, yeah. it's the most fun, like, mosh along great stuff like you find yourself singing the chorus the first time it comes up yeah. you're like how's that happen that's magic <laughs> I know all the words yeah, I don't I know the, the words I don't know I love that when we play a new song and you see someone <laughs> you see and in the front and the, yeah and you're like yes they're like you don't they're know fun. the words like, <laughs> or they just think you. your, your material so samey that they thought it was <laughs> no, a different no, song no, no. <laughs> that's true yeah but with all that now, as you mentioned, new music going on behind the scenes. But if there's anything else you'd like to share, plug, let the people know about, please do. Not really. Oh, we don't have anything yeah. really fresh right now because it's all kind of in the works. But um, yeah, please just go and check us out. Like, that's the main thing. Like, all of that stuff, just like listening to us and hopefully if you enjoy it, sharing it. Like, there is nothing that helps a band more than just telling a friend or sending something to a friend or send us a message saying this song's sick like that it makes our day and and that will influence the album you know if we, someone says that riff in that song's killer I fucking love it and I see a YouTube clip of someone playing it I'm like on the album I'm like, well, I have to write a riff this good like, and it forces you so that has real life impact so please do like tell us we're amazing yeah <laughs> but also on that same vein if you don't like the band send it to an enemy anyway because you're still yeah. sharing it yeah. and yeah. it's still getting, yeah. out there, still getting <laughs> fucking streams for people because exactly yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The thing. So please check us out and share it like but, yeah, it makes a the... huge difference to any band that you find stumble across here just support them it really means that all this stuff can carry on yeah it's amazing yeah, um, yeah so what's the socials at We Are St. Uh, Agnes? It's all We Are St. Agnes, yeah. Nice. Cool. Right. nice. So, well, yeah, make sure you follow them. I know you've all got social media, <laughs> so make sure you follow them. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to thank do this. Us. I know it's very early. You, you played yesterday. So so the last thing you probably wanted to do was wake up, but we really appreciate it. Thank you and, very um, much. Just thank you, everyone, for coming and yeah, checking us out. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. The, thank you. The, uh, the last three days of being incredible doing this it really means a lot to myself and Sean uh, we've got mad experiences with this festival in the past and just to see that we've been able to come on the stage and talk to people and stuff is being uh, crazy so thank you so much um, if you again check us out at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D new podcasts out every Friday and let's have a laugh but yeah. um, we're going to take a quick photo if you can all be in the background and do something crazy that would be funny but um, oh here's a question I wanted to ask all weekend was it did, any, did anybody go to the yoga before this and then stay no good oh, okay. <laughs> crossover fan crossover because yeah jamming two Welsh knobheads talking shite between yoga and poetry I thought was a bold move <laughs> so I appreciate the opportunity thank you very much to 2000 Trees yes. thank you again to St Agnes who are fucking awesome make sure you check them out please and um, yeah we've been Sapning Podcast please check it out where you can find podcasts uh, Sapning Sapning thank you very much enjoy your day enjoy have a great day Yes! Thank you very, very much, John and Kitty of St. Agnes fame. Again, absolutely fucking lovely people. Despite how they dress and how they want you to think about them, they are absolutely (laughs) beautiful people inside and out. 
<laughs> yeah, trying to put us off with like, being goths, and it turns out you're actually beautiful humans. Ha, ha, ha. We broke it. Yeah, imagine if we've ruined them now. Like, imagine people <laughs> listen to this, and they're like, oh, they're fucking lovely. And then they're like, oh, I'm not a fan. Aww. I thought they were just going to be evil, mean bastards. I thought they were like. going to be miserable. I thought they were just going to be moping around. But no, they're actually decent human beings. <laughs> well... Fucking great. Thank you again, John and Kitty. We had a great laugh. You are welcome back anytime. Let's do more together soon. And I don't just mean podcast-wise. I mean, please take Raiders on tour because that would be a right laugh. I've really enjoyed every time I've got to see them live. Such a good, energetic band. You never know what they're going to do on stage. And if you haven't checked out their music for some reason, I encourage you to check out their recent EP, Vampire, that came out last year in 2021. And of course, their debut studio album, Welcome to Silvertown, uh, from a few years back. Exciting to see that they're so rived up for what's going to happen next. And I'm really looking forward to keeping an eye on everything. But yeah, this was just really nice, moving conversation. I don't think any of us knew really what to expect going on the stage to do these shows. Um, but involving that crowd... You would think maybe the guests would put on a bit more of a show, but if anything, it made them even more honest in the conversations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think literally none of us knew what was going to go on and how it was going to be. We were all kind of nervous about it. It was, the, like you said earlier, it was their first time talking in, you know, directly to a crowd, I guess, mm. like that, you know, without instruments to back them up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick, play a fucking song, quick! I said the wrong thing, play a song! You couldn't do that, so... um yeah, we had a fucking great time. They fucking killed it and handled it like fucking pros. And we somehow managed to scrape through it. So, yes, it was fantastic. Thanks again to 2000 Trees for having us. It's genuinely, I think, my favorite festival in the UK at the moment. I'm looking forward to 2023. I think they're going to have some big things happening, I'd imagine. Yes, fingers crossed announcements and all that come very soon. But if you enjoyed this and thought, ooh, you know what? I'd like to be in the audience for a live Sapling podcast show, and you think we should maybe do more somewhere? Let us know at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you think we should do our own shows, we can have a look into that. Huh? Maybe if you want other festivals to book us for next summer, hey, let them know and tag them as well because we would like that, but they need to know that you want that in it. Yes, yeah, not really up to it. Yeah, we can't just go, oh, guys, we're doing red. Hey, guys, me and Morgan are headlining red in this year. Spoiler alert, we are going to pull out 10 days beforehand and then leave you with a wishy-washy podcast um, with pink lighting instead. So, um, yes, get in touch with the festivals or anywhere you want to see us. Leicester Square Theatre in London, you know, stuff like that. Get in touch. Tag us at Sapling Pod on Twitter, Instagram and fucking TikTok. But who bothers with that anymore? <laughs> we're saying all that sean uh i know it's being busy for you with raiders and stuff lately but you have a lot of dj sets coming up uh over the next month yes yes i do i am djing in manchester liverpool cardiff uh home of salt bay cardiff avocado so uh if you would like to know or come to any of those check out my socials at sean smith sucks on twitter at fake sean smith on instagram up there, I've got the dates and graphics, I believe. Or check out my stories, and I will be promoting where and when I'm DJing. Also, give Morgan Richards a follow on socials Aww. at mhrichards underscore. 
Luckily for all of us, he, he doesn't do much DJing at the moment because <laughs> how many times could you hear the soundtrack to fucking Mean Girls over and over? I don't know, but I wouldn't go to that night. But I'm sure there's thousands of people who fucking would. Hey, if you were the Mean Girls night, hit me up at mhrichards underscore Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, the freshers are going to be back, so I'm sure it's going to be a, a busy busy time for you but of course if you'd like to support this podcast patreon.com forward slash sapning is the best way to do that for your subscription you get loads of bonuses behind the scenes content and some exclusives that we don't put out on the normal podcast feed and the most important thing is you get included into a wonderful community of people that we love very very much they're so supportive of each other i've noticed lately there's been a lot of Big life moments for a lot of them. They've been getting engaged, been getting married, they've been having kids, they've, all these adult things, you're buying houses, things that we can't do, um, but it's nice to know that they can. So if you, <laughs> get, if you want to get involved in that. <laughs> oh, he's right. I'm laughing because it's true. Congratulations to everybody in our group who is now in a fucking marriage <laughs> with a house. <laughs> fucking hell, imagine that. Uh, one day, when I grow up, because I'm fucking still seven, apparently. <laughs> when I grow up, I'm going to have house. <laughs> fucking never going to have house now, mate. Also, Fuck. if any of those things has happened to you recently and you want to show it off even more, oh, come and join don't. our Patreon. Patreon.com <laughs> oh, forward slash Sapling. Uh, if you had the description in this episode and all episodes, there's loads of names there that we like to thank. But of course, Sean is going to give a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapnin Podcast Patreon community. Yes, thank you very much. And sending our, all our love to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwoe, Paul Hirschfield. It's his birthday today as we record this. Happy birthday. Mitch Perry, Tony Michael, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Owen, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Dana Lazava, Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Tom Owen, Stuart McNaught, M. Evans Roberts, Stephen Aston, Caroline Robinson, Kate Puttock, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Louis Cook, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Kelly Cannon, Jenny Munster, Craig Harris, Emily Perry, Jason Aredia, John and Emma, Kalila Keen, Adam Parslow. Um, can I announce that? No, I can't announce that. Anyway, oh, said too much. Ollie Amesbury, founder of the show and the dog toucher. That's in reference to Ollie Amesbury sending in a photo of me to Alex Simwise, um, former guest of the podcast where people had to vote if I was fit or a dog toucher. Yep, I voted dog toucher. Josh, how do you deal with a sad astronaut? Just give them some space crisp. Oh. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, Gary White, Reese Bowden, Kate Stevenson, Kyle David Smith, Connor Lewins, and last by no means least, Katrina Robinson. Thank you very much to all of those people and all the people in the description and everyone who's ever been part of our Patreon. If you've ever considered it for a millisecond, go on, man. Please do. That would be lovely. Appreciate you. Everybody else, stay safe. Don't die. Keep your tongue out. Don't be sick. Fuck the Tories. Um, yeah, may death come quickly to Liz Trust. We'll be back next week and every Friday with a new episode, a special guest, and a good laugh. Next week is 199. We're gearing, we're very close to 200. So, I mean, celebrations coming very soon. Fingers crossed. What, what are we doing for 200? <laughs> Part it? No, I don't know. We'll sort them in. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> Shit. All right. Anyway, uh, Sapnin! Sapnin! <laughs> oh, it's too close. It's two weeks, man. Fuck. Come on, Fred Durst, for fuck's sake. Anyway, Sapnin. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>